This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Anti-vaxxers must hate this episode because we started off with a big needle and end it with a bigger bang. All I know is pushing boundaries makes small minds very angry. Cats out of the bag all around on this one. Cowboys and aliens and so much more as we are talking Roswell, New Mexico, episode nine, season one, songs about Texas. After Buzz After Show starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Uh Oh my gosh, this episode was all over the place and yet all in one direction. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I felt good. Then I felt bad. <laughs> then I was confused. Then I thought I knew it all. And then I realized I knew nothing. And I feel great to have our fourth alien back. Yeah, Welcome back. So <laughs> Thank you so much for having me back. I'm so glad to be here. I am Tehran. I will be hosting this after panel. As we get into a lot of discussion, we're going to go over Max and Cameron, Michael and Maines, Isabel and Noah, Kyle and his mom, the love triangle we all found out about, including all the characters, active shooters, fourth alien, Isabel's innocence, a lot of social commentary, some tidbits, who you, where we pick the scene that best describes us, some very Michael news and gossip, and of course, good old-fashioned predictions. I am joined, as I am not alone, by a wonderful cast of hosts all the way to the left. We're starting off with Pink Jacket in the building. Pink Jacket, Mr. George Corey. It's good to be here again. Well, it's glad, I'm glad to have you guys on this panel with me because I've been watching the panel each and every week. And who's been shocking me the most? The one and only lovely Zuri is in the building as well. I'm Zuri Shalise. Yeah, you are. Soft-spoken but powerful <laughs> words. And when we talk about power, mind over power, we are talking the one and only Mr. Jim Alexander. That's a good introduction. I have nothing else to add. Yeah, there shouldn't be anything to add because that. I wish the show was like that because <laughs> yeah. there's so much to add. We just get... It, you know what the show reminds me of? The show is, honestly, at this point, we're just the tip. Like, yo, can you just... Please, look, I'm... You're, ah, just, just go. Like, I want it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to know what happens and we get so much more in this episode where I feel that it was all over the place but at the end it all tied together very neatly and the show is coming along amazingly. Jim, 
What were your overall thoughts on the show this week? We got some answers. I just thought the thing that stuck out to me, I, I wasn't, I think they overacted in a lot of points, the actors. Uh, I think for the first like three quarters of it, it was just too many reactions, too many oh my god moments. I, I know it happens in every episode, but today was like way more. Noah got shot, Jim. <laughs> he got <laughs> shot. Wait, you want him to be like, oh. Yo, I'm I just high. thought it was like all the parts. Yeah. Everything was just so heightened and hyped up, overhyped up to a point. But at least we got some sort of connections and relationship wise, we had the. We're going to get into all that, but I, I felt like acting wise, it was over the top. Story wise, they tied up some ends. Zuri. This was one of my favorite episodes. We saw the story really move forward instead of so much love and taking us around in circles. So I really liked it. Zuri, soft smoking, <laughs> yeah, powerful words. George, how'd you feel? Overall the, thoughts? The story did move forward, Zuri, but what I enjoyed the most were the comedic one-liners. Writers, hats off to you. And also camera crew, DP, awesome camera work this episode, especially the scene when they're running out of the hospital and also like the rack focus when there's two people, one person in focus, one person out of focus. Very artistic. Well done. Uh, you know, yeah. as the, uh, to the point of the overacting, I'm actually really starting to like the acting. I feel like it's coming together very well. I'm enjoying each character very much coming into their own and defining their character with their own mannerisms. I feel like I'm closer to Noah than I've ever been yes. throughout the We're episode. We're seeing more of him. I, I'm, I'm, such, I'm becoming such a fan of Kyle, who you've always been Team I Kyle. Am. And even even Max has been has been rounding out. I'm really enjoying the acting on the show. Uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say in the live chat. We do have the the best alien of them all, out of this world, Steph Sabra, in the booth on the. <laughs> we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Live chat manning it uh, in a gender-neutral way, so feel free to write us and let us know what you think as well. Let's jump into some story plot lines. One of the... Central parts of this episode was the fact that the cat was out of the bag all the way around. Who doesn't know they're an alien at this point? No right. one. No one. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, they're aliens. And the one that surprised me the most was the Max and Cameron storyline. Zuri, how did you feel? Did you did you feel like that empathy towards Cameron's character, uh, Jenna Cameron's character, when she's like, you've been lying to me all these years? I don't know what to think of Cameron at this point. She keeps it pretty stoic. Um, she doesn't give us too much emotion. I can't tell if she's really salty about um, Max not being like the love of her life, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the fence. I mean, Max didn't apologize and said specifically, I'm not going to apologize for protecting my family. George, your connection to that. Well, what I saw going back to Janice, she was somewhat not too concerned with the romance and more concerned with her mission. She's clearly on a mission now. And I felt like she took it with a grain of salt and was just more about teamwork, even pausing to worry about Liz's well-being. Max, you know, she was barely breathing at one point, so worried about you. So I see that that there's this 
team effort happening, this cohesiveness between all characters starting to form, and she was less concerned with the romance, and Max running in like a champion, like a champion would. Okay, Champion of what? Like a champion of the people (laughs) and of the aliens. Ran in there and, you know, was very selfless in doing that to protect. I felt like he was doing it to to protect everyone. Well, he ain't my champion. Uh, Jenna Jenna is the one to be right now because she's focused. She's clear of mind. You know she's focused when she's not thrown off by the alien thing. She took it so stoic and cold maybe in a way when you know kind of expressing it to max that she knows he's an alien she did throw that one funny what was the extraterrestrial the std intergalactic or something STD. yeah uh, that was a funny line well, again these one-liners these that was episodes, a good one amazing. but she i think she's in control of her situation and her what she's going after and i think everyone else is kind of like all over the place and she's focused you know when it comes to max and cameron i don't know why there's such a wall between the two. Cameron comes off as she's very trustworthy. Why is Max so unable to trust her and so willing to trust Liz with very mm. little uh, with very little proof of loyalty on Liz's behalf? Cam has uh, he, seemed he's to He's infatuated with Liz, though. It's a little bit different. He's not thinking clear, I think, when he's around her. We, we got to also consider for a while, she was kind of vibing with Mains. And maybe... Max caught on to it. And Max also created this culture of going to work and hiding his identity for so long to his partner. Whereas with Liz, he was a little more forthcoming about his identity. She knew more. So part of the wall, I believe, was just for Max to protect his profession as a police officer. I also feel like part of it is he didn't choose to tell her that he was an alien. Like, I feel like if it were up to him, he she would still be in the dark. So I think because they have more of a forced relationship because they're co-workers, it's not someone that he chooses to want to be with. Okay, so relationship-wise, does that make it worse? The fact that he didn't come clean, she found out. Well, that he was protecting his whole family. I don't think that it makes it worse. There's no relationship there. They're just <laughs> literally co-workers at this point. There's a romance that was fleeting. I don't think he cares enough to tell her, honestly. Like, you can you can kind of compare it to their relationship. Like, their off-work relationship, right? It's just kind of... There's no substance to it. So I feel like when it comes to that, I don't think he even cares enough to fill her in on any sort of information about his life or anything else. Yeah, and, and Jim, was there a moment of shade when uh, Liz turns to Jen and she's like, he always has to be the hero... And then yeah, that was a shade moment. I think she is underneath yep. the surface. She seems focused and goal oriented, but she might be hurting. She'll throw a in a dab and a dagger here and there. Mm-hmm. No, we're definitely going to talk about that during the the love triangles because we got two. We had mm-hmm. the uh, love triangle with Cameron, Liz, and Max, and then we also had the Maria, Michael, Alex, the mains yeah. love triangle. So there were a couple love triangles that came to play. I want to know specifically when it comes to Max and Cameron, are we saying that that romance is done? Finito. It's we. It's interesting because we, and I agree with Zuri, <laughs> finito. It's interesting because we didn't see a closure on screen and we didn't see this grand reveal like Liz going up to her and be like, back off my man, we're, we're up on it now. So, so I do believe that it just fizzled out kind of behind the scenes, but it's very clear that Lee Max has prevailed. Lee Max has prevailed, and the people around them are starting to sense it. 
we even see, um, you, you know, with Isabel's sake, <laughs> that um, it was like a lingering scent of desert rose when when uh, Liz walked out to to Max. So people are starting to notice it, and that that's the beauty in the writing. This unsaid; it doesn't need to be verbalized, but everyone around is starting to feel it. So, with that being said, yes, Teron, I think they're done at this point. I think they're done, and it's clear that Liz is in. The main focus of Max. Even though she won't kiss him in public, right? She dodged him at one point when he was going in for that kiss. I think, wasn't it right after the hot, when he got out of the thing? And I think Isabel's right behind. And she just kind of went her way. Swerve. Swerve. Yeah, she did. Well, there yeah. wasn't a swerve in the lab. They were cooking up love <laughs> in the lab, Jim. Love in the lab. Sure, but with Cameron, I don't know. I don't know if it's actually completely finished. Yeah, there might be one more hit left, you know? Let's see how that works. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll see if she's cleared of those, uh, those apparent intergalactic whatever. STDs. Yeah. STDs when it comes about. But that's not... Uh, uh, thankfully, we don't pass around STDs here. We, <laughs> definitely we do not. We don't do that. We don't share that. But what we do do however is we do ask you guys to share this show and when i say share the show is because we appreciate each and every one of you as our viewers and our listeners hey guys i just want to say thank you for making us the espn of tv talk be sure to give us a five star rating on itunes like this video subscribe to our channel and leave comments below all of us are on different shows here on after buzz after buzz means so much to us and so keep up with us follow us to be sure to keep up on all things tv how can you not listen to that? And that's that's how it is. You are you are the Cameron of the show. <laughs> the voice of logic. You're the voice of reason. And Cameron seems to be that all the way around. What's not logical sometimes is the Michael and Maine situation. Mm. How Michael comes clean and cats out the bag completely towards Maine's. Now, we do know that Alex had knowledge because of the father and everything. But Michael went all the way. Show me, uh, You show me yours, I'll show you mine. And he showed him. What do you think of that, George? I like the fact that we see Michael being vulnerable with his lover and coming clean all the way. It was a sense of relief for me as a fan of Michael to see him. I think that was therapeutic for him and very important to get it off his chest. When he disclosed the part about wanting to another awesome one-liner, so you're trying to leave, dot, 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 the planet. When Alex said yeah. that to Michael, I thought that was beautiful writing. It was hilarious. But... There is still, although Michael is coming clean, he kind of did it in a way where it's just like he dropped he dropped it on Alex a little too hard. Like, yeah, I love you, but I'm flying away. And Alex reacted strangely. But imagine how great sex would be in outer space. He should have thought about that before he got upset. Just saying. But I, I think that exchange... Sex would suck in outer space. So, so you know, the <laughs> physics are just not there. But that's, that's neither here nor there. You'd have fun figuring it out. But on, on Alex's end... He is, I don't know that he held back too much. I felt that, didn't he show him the little piece from the craft? Sure. That he found, so maybe he got no, a little. No, 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 Alex didn't show him the piece. He didn't, he showed he it to hit. Kyle. He showed it to Kyle. He showed it to and Kyle, that's what I'm yeah, so. So, so he held back. Jim, but, did you like the way he held it back, or do you think he should have been a lot more forthcoming? I think I don't like he held it back, because remember, he's, he has a little thing going, not like romantically, with Kyle. They have their own little kind of uh, basically yeah, camaraderie and now investigation going yeah. together. So I think he kind of trusts Kyle in that aspect. And as much as Michael showed him and you know revealed to him, I think it's still good to hold off. 
let him hold off, and then, you know, when he might need Michael for something, then you can reveal. There's always still a chance for him to reveal or, or tell him. But for right now, let him and Kyle kind of do their thing. Jerry, is he ever going to show Michael? Is, is he, he ever going to show him? Show Michael. Is he, he says, show me yours, I'll show you mine, and then that piece, he hid it away. Yeah, I didn't really care for that because I feel like if someone's being transparent with you, you should be transparent with them. Um, I do also know that that's a piece of his spaceship, so if he wants to keep him on Earth, then he should. Thank you. How I still don't agree, oh. though, that he <laughs> kept it away. But I think that Michael's going to find out about it. I don't mm. think that Alex is going to tell him, and I think it's going to mm. um, separate them. Well, that that's the concept, right? So here, here we have uh, Alex and Michael trying to give full disclosure and I don't think either one gave full disclosure but I would give Michael more of the disclosure than Alex definitely Zuri fair Jim yeah definitely (laughs) are we still shipping these two yeah, there's something going on. I mean, Maria won't let it happen, right, with Michael so she (laughs) removed herself so now they're kind of only left on an island, right? It's either them or nothing and you can never see it just be nothing, huh? No, I mean, there's always something between those two. But what caught me by surprise, although Maria probably got the message, didn't it seem like Michael was still feeling her a little bit? Oh, no, he still wanted oh, to Michael get his cake. Likes you know, Maria a lot. He, yeah. he likes yeah. Maria. He's liked Maria for a long time. It seems to be one of the things, and, and definitely triangle-worthy of discussion. When it comes to mains with the with the ship pieces, right? Mm-hmm. You saw how the, the pieces of the ship fit in the, uh, the transcribing of it. And that wasn't told to Michael either. Who trusts who at this point? <laughs> if we had to draw up a chart of who trusts who with all the characters, what, what do you guys think how it would play out? I think you could put Max and Liz at the top. Max trusts Liz? Mm-hmm. Does yeah. Liz trust Max? I think so. Okay. No. Jim's disagreeing. <laughs> no, not. I think Max, I agree. Max does trust Liz. She doesn't trust him. In a weird way now, I think Kyle trusts Alex and Alex yes. trusts Kyle. Yes. It's that kind of a rivalry thing, but they now have this mutual respect and connection through the father, Kyle's father, that I think it's this uh, almost like hot and cold kind of thing, but there's mutual trust and respect there. Uh, okay, so that's what we're shipping at the top. Yeah. thousand percent. And I see that, I, Jim, I agree with you. I see that Kyle's really trusting Alex. Especially seeing his knowledge base and his mm-hmm. skills. And you can see it every time Alex says something, Kyle's like, whoa, okay. It's almost trusting him out of necessity. He does realize he needs Definitely. Alex at this point to get to the bottom of everything. I mean, Cameron said it best. And it's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And it seems <laughs> that, that seems to be a lot of pattern that goes on here. Uh, people who are enemies or friends, and I can't really always figure it out, is Isabella and Noah. Are we still shipping them as a couple, Jim? No. There's just too much rockiness going on in that. There's there's so much issues going on, and there's not enough of, like, actual love or romance. They, they say they have love for each other, but you don't really see it. Like, they do, like, these platonic things, like, oh, let's have a uh, picnic or let's have sex, but there's no, like, real commitment. I don't think picnic and sex are platonic. I don't know if you know what platonic means. In a se- I was going to question your use of stoic, but this time I'm going to have to call you out Here's the thing. What have, they, what have they done? I, we can say that Noah's done things for her. He's come back in a lot of ways, even though now he's backing off in, in some ways too. But what has she done for him? Like to show her love and appreciation. She came clean today. I guess the first thing you could say she finally admitted, but was it out of necessity? Because he saw her in an egg? I don't. She didn't know that. He came clean. Like 
he explained it to her, but she was going to tell him. And of course, at this point, she needed to. Well, right? she needed to, right? Because everyone else to. knows now around town pretty much that there's no secrets anymore. We're not so. shipping them, Zuri. You're not shipping them no more. That look on your faces. I'm just. I think I thought Noah was going to have a psychotic break. I'm like worried about Noah more than I'm worried about <laughs> Isabel. Like I feel like he's just going to like break soon. You think it's too much? I think it's too much. It's. I mean, she. He. He couldn't even. Under, she was like, "I just want to. I just want to like be in your skin." And he's like, "You can do that." Like, yeah. Because <laughs> it's a little freaky to find out your partner's an uh, alien. And then she parted the people. He's like, "I don't know if I'm ever going to get used to this." Exactly. Well, that part also. It, it's interesting how her powers are so strong, and yet they're not sometimes. So, which, which one is it? How does it play? <laughs> these these two people are totally in love. What? Okay. They're totally in love. I can't disagree. It's to echo Tehran, she said, "How to change my mind? Fuse my skin into yours." That's not platonic, Jim. That's some freaky stuff. She... And and here's what I'm seeing, though. To to Jim's point, right? She has more love for Rosa. Boom! You nailed it, Jim. No. So what no, she I'm starting, and we're going to get into now. That. I don't know if it's love, and I don't know if that's no, mind no, control. That's not Isabel. But that's exactly. the point. That's a point, but what I will we say is, even if you're being used as a vessel, Steph's favorite word, even uh-huh. if you're being used as a vessel, here's the thing. When you're exposed to a badass like Rosa, how are you going to go back to Noah and be satisfied? <laughs> so as right. these memories trigger, yep. and you're living life on the edge with Rosa, who's a total badass, and then going back to Noah, who she described when she said, list of three reasons why she loved him, the sex I just want to fuse, but the one before it was... You're ki- you're so kind, mm-hmm. so kind. Such a how is a kind response. guy supposed to compete with Rosa? You know what? Not to High be five, not bro. to be any any fair, and just uh, you're a kind guy, George. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that out there. So you might want to take and a little more Noah side. And, and to be honest, I I have lost to a yeah, lot of Rosas in my life. <laughs> well, here's here's the, here's the thing about that. Thanks for the look, George. Uh, here, here's the thing. Let's let's also remember that that was not Isabel, mm-hmm. or at least that's what it's being portrayed to us. Yeah. Because even Is- Isabel says things like, "I can be the man that you want." There's someone in possession of Isabel's body, as we saw with other parts of the of the show this time. But I'd love to hear from the chat. Steph Sabra, is the chat lively talking about Isabella Noah? Oh, yes. Uh, we have some disagreements with you guys. Ivan Soto says Rosa was not a badass. She was just a mess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Queen of Regal, Isabel's power surface. Welcome to the party. Uh, Malex is a super couple. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Um, I like Kyle and Noah. I mean, Isabel and Noah. I like Isabel and Noah. Yeah. I, well, everyone loves Isabel and Noah in the chat, seems like. Well, that's a good thing, because I do feel that Isabel, for the first time, convinced me that she actually loves Noah. Before, I did think it was part of the cover-up. Right. But now I actually realize that Isabel loves Noah, and Noah's willingness to forgive so much shows me that love. he loves her, too. It's love. That's my opinion, and I, I'm sticking to it. What I don't know if I'm sticking to is Kyle and his mom. That Whoa. was an exchange that happened yeah. where Kyle... Gets the letters that his mom's been hiding. And this is where just open communication would have solved so many problems. Mom's been hiding all these papers. And Kyle comes in and mom knew about the affair. Mm. And then Kyle explains that Rosa wasn't who he, uh, that dad was cheating on mom with, but was actually fathered Rosa. Boom. Shoe drops. More cats out the bag. 
Zuri, let's get back on this one. I need you. I need your insight. Where? What is Sheriff Valenti thinking when she, this whole time she's thought it was Rosa, a girl half his age, and then finds out that Rosa's actually his daughter? I feel like we watched her just continue to process it. She didn't look like, she didn't seem startled. We didn't see a dramatic action. It was really a, another emotion, another scene that was really hard to read. So I really don't know. I I don't know what Valen, what mom Valenti is thinking. Mm-hmm. I feel like she does have more tricks up her, her sleeve that she's not sharing. That you was, think she has more information? Yes. I don't, I don't know. Because nah. it seems like no? every time... It seems like every time Kyle brings something up, she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's something else. So, Well, just uh, the same thing that he initially stole from her, right? That's the same the le- that he gave to Sergeant Maine, right? Sure, the right. copies of. Yeah. So we don't know if there's more. That's all we know right now. I just think she's protecting her son in a lot of ways. She probably didn't want him to know. Like, even if there's problems in a marriage, do you want the kids knowing about it? And they, they did mention something about, like, Valenti wanted to protect his son, right? The kids come first. The That's the That was his important. moral line. He yeah. had, like, this moral code that yes. he stuck to no matter what. So as a... As, as a parent, she kind of honored that, too, in a lot of ways and didn't involve the son and kept it between them. You know, they're kind of secret in a lot of ways, maybe thinking that he, Kyle I mean, would never d- discover that. Right. I mean, what are the odds of him even finding that out eventually? But he left him a whole cryptic like computer with the like, nickname. Cryptic. That means he had to go through a lot of obstacles to ever figure it out. But then yeah. it said welcome Kyle, so he was expecting him. Magoo. Potentially. Magoo. Potentially, yeah. You know, Jim, thank you so much for pointing out uh, what they said about protecting <laughs> children at all costs. Yeah. Here's what I picked up on the underlying issue here with the relationship between Kyle and his mother is that what I sensed was a sense of resentment towards Kyle from the mom. Kyle's a reminder of the father. The father, there was a lot of inner um there was a lot of issues under the service in their marriage. Mm-hmm. And what I see happening when she brought up the kid line is, hey, you know what? I don't want to talk too much about this because you remind me of him and we weren't on the best of terms. And you are a reflection of my old husband. And I resent you because he loved you more than he ever loved me. That's what I was interpreting from that exchange. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's I a mean, great that's read. Fair. That's, that's fair. That's a great read. Yeah. That's a great mm-hmm. read of that situation. Do you think that Kyle should tell his mom what's going on. There's a lack of trust there. There's a lack of trust happening between the two of them because of what you mentioned, Teron, the lack of communication, which has led to this lack of trust. And I don't think that Kyle's comfortable to tell his mother in the position that she's in because they're protecting identities right now so they could really get to the bottom of it. And if this alien scare spreads through Valenti... It's not going to be a good look for all of her missions. What is she going to do about it? You know, it's like she can't really solve the situation or do much about it besides maybe make it kind of a gossip situation. You know, talk about it or make it known, but then people might not believe it. It's safe between Kyle and Alex. They mm-hmm. understand it. They know where it's the root of it's coming from. They're putting it together. There's no need to bring in others into this whole thing. I mean, we had Cam part of it kind of by default uh, because she revealed certain things, but they're keeping it close to the vest and that's how they should they mm. really should do that like i called them last week there was that whole different group right the ones that were in texas uh, having fun aliens yeah and, but the, the, <laughs> there's like this literally a team that's brewing here with like trying to investigate and discover this keep it in house i mean I, I just don't know would you would you tell mama valenti i wouldn't 
tell Mama Valenti, I think that she might have, after what we know about her ex-husband, she might have some resentment towards this whole alien situation in general. So I think she could possibly, like, sabotage the whole thing. I mean, anyone in their normal right mind would be like, wait, they're aliens? We need to figure this out. They're trying to cover it up, and it's only because they're good-looking. If they weren't attractive aliens, trust me, they'd have all been turned in. They'd have been all turned in. Talk about hashtag me too. Y'all, they've all been turned in. Uh, Let's talk about these love triangles that happen, right? So we have two separate dichotomous love triangles. On one hand, we have Uh, Max, Liz, and Jenna. Boom. On the other hand, we have Michael, Maria, and Mains. Two love triangles basically swirling opposite directions. Let's start with the Max-Liz camp. We saw a lot of interaction here. Uh, George, you began speaking on one of the interactions uh, and the shade that was thrown. Right, so at the epicenter of Love Triangle 1, which is Max, we have Max, and then we have Liz on one side, and we have Cam on the other side. And what we're seeing is a decisive Max, through his body language, through the things he's saying, that he has selected Liz. I think that this triangle that we are speaking of is going to lose a leg to the triangle. It's just to become a linear relationship between Liz and Max. Now, my instinct watching Cam is that she is, in fact, taking the higher road. She sees that Liz and Max have something stronger than what they shared. And she's just on a mission to get the job done. So on. Cam's over it? I think so. Uh, or at least she's, I think she's, she's not over it, but she's, she's, she's taking like, a step I get back. It. I get it. This is you? Yeah, mm-hmm. which which makes me like her character a lot more. She's She was very mature in her handling because of Because she did bring up like hey I think Liz held her breath the whole time until exactly. she found she, out you she seemed she sincere she seemed as if she cared for Liz's well-being or, or at least understood like I'm I'm I've I'm going to gracefully bow out yeah and and that was almost a re- shows a, a a sign of her love for Max but not as a partner as a comrade as a friend yeah I mean I I don't know if I would have been as as forgiving and nice like you know babe you know who he was waiting for you outside the whole time you know remember remember when we used to and then you were thinking about him yeah he's he's right but it's a sign that she's over max i I don't think she's over him i i can't see her being over him i just think she's over it but she's not over him because she still cares my boy's still available now. He doesn't have any oh, connections with anyone. Maybe that could... Hey, they're investigating together this whole thing. She's part of that inner circle, right? So you never know. I mean, that could brew into something. That could be a thing. I, it could. I, I, I don't like the way Jim put it, but it's, <laughs> it is well put, you know? Zuri, with the, with the love triangle, do you think Max's best bet is Liz? And why... Is Liz so up and down? Does she like Max or not? I honestly don't know what's going on with Liz. I think we saw how in last episode when Max laid out all of her flaws and then I accept your flaws. I think that she's still maturing around that. So hopefully we don't see um, her on this roller coaster anymore. But personally, I think a few episodes back when we saw them in the bed together and Max kind of made it clear, like, this is just... A late night to thing. Cam. Yeah, I, for to me, Cam, yeah. it was over then. I think, mm-hmm. I think he made it really clear. So I think she does still have underlying feelings for him. But that's when you thought it was. Over. I thought it was over when she was like about to 
give him a hand job or something. And mm-hmm. then next thing you know, Liz is, and then he gets out the car and oh, runs towards yeah. Liz. Like, <laughs> like, and she was like, bruh, like, what? Yeah. Like, no, okay, I was I'm, game over. Uh, 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 hello. <laughs> yeah, I thought that yeah. was, that. I mean, she's he's definitely been consistent that he chooses Liz over Cam every yes. single time. So she would be very silly to not see. A hundred percent. Let's shift over to uh, let's shift over shift over to Michael, Maines, and Maria. Who does Michael like more? Like he likes Maria more, but he loves Alex. Can't disagree with that because I feel that Maria is the cam. To to Michael as um is what Max is to Cam so, so that sort of thing. Ma- Maria is to Michael as Cam is to Max. Yeah. Okay. I I disagree. I think that Maria is much more to Michael than Cam is to Max. But Cam and, is and a Mar- partner. Maria was convenient. Maria is not convenient. Mm-hmm. She's not a partner. They have no mutual interest. I think that there is a lust and as George said a like. For Maria. He genuinely likes Maria. He just likes her. She's weird. She's out of the box. She's hot. I mean, what's not to like? Likes, but there's a whole thing. But he also probably... Listen, he he was content with that hookup, whatever they had in Texas, right? And he probably... If it was up to him, he would continue it. Like I said, he would have his cake and eat it, right? So he would continue that with Maria, but get emotionally invested with Alex. Because he's opening up to him. He's showing his secrets. He ain't showing that to Maria, right? Well, that's because Maria keeps rejecting him. Maria off-puts him, right? So it's like Maria is saying... Especially when she finds out. Do you think it broke Maria's heart to find out a little? Mm Mm-hmm. Is there I don't think so. I think it, she was more heartbroken because Alex didn't tell her because of their friendship was so close. But it didn't seem like she cared much about Michael. I think she was more hurt for Alex, yes. right? Yes. Like, oh, yes. I don't want to. Uh, sorry, she was apologizing to him, right? Yeah. She was making it clear how she that was meaningful, meaningless to her. To her, that she, if he really loves Michael, then you know she's going to stay out of it. And I thought she was genuine about yeah. it and meant it, right? She was pretty clear about that. That's why I feel like for her disconnecting from Michael isn't hard. Um, and, and seeing her friend be happy is more important. Yes, she definitely was more concerned for Alex. What what struck me also was hearing Michael, when he when he was talking to Isabel, he said, welcome to this bisexual alien blast. When <laughs> yeah. she was just, and it, was, it struck me because I didn't hear him refer to himself as bisexual on mm. the show yet. I thought he was gay and then experimenting with Maria, but that made me start to think, Wow, maybe there is a little more to the Maria. I think there's a lot more to the Maria thing. I think that's this isn't the end. And anyone who has to prove to themselves, I don't think Maria was, was specifically proving it to Alex, but was more so proving it to herself that this was just a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. No, not him. I don't know what I was thinking. No, it happened because it was supposed to happen. It meant to happen. She wasn't out of her mind. It's something she wanted. She created a justification for it to be casual when it's anything but. They've wow. always had an unspoken tension. It's always been there. She she picks on him, and vice versa. And there's there's a tension there. There's something. It's just it's just because of circumstance, it couldn't go further. And now it even seems more bleak. But I I would love to know, Steph Sabra in the booth, is the chat shipping Alex and Michael or Michael and Maria? 
Uh, well, actually, a lot of people don't want to ship anyone, but <laughs> Alex. Alex is definitely winning, if anyone. If anyone. But they're just saying, yo, Michael needs to stay away from everyone altogether. <laughs> hey, that might yeah. fly away. Put that, put that machine together Michael, and be gone. We learned a lot about Michael in this episode. We heard mm-hmm. about a little bit of his past uh, from going from meth heads to drunk to what he said was worse, even fundamentalist religious freaks. So there's a lot of pain there, a lot of pain and hurt, kind of like... My boy Jim. <laughs> what pain? Uh, I'm good. Jim. Yeah, that's I'm what good. that's what Michael said. Here's the thing. I'm that, not Michael. When we're talking about fourth alien on the panel, we did think there's a fourth alien in the in the episode. Yes. Mm. Are, are we seeing that? We, I finally saw it. I saw it through the shooter. He was take the alien. Although they said he was had had epilepsy, was having a seizure. Totally saw the alien kind of. Almost in a way, destruct him after the alien used him to to achieve the agenda, which was to shut down the operation of the research and the serum. Obviously, that lab was targeted, but we saw the alien come out when when he's like, "I don't know, I haven't done this before." All of a sudden, the alien's like, "Stop talking, I'm done with you." We saw the alien today, and then we saw the alien again with Isabel when her voice got deeper and she was talking to Rosa. Yeah. So I now have seen the alien in action. I know it exists. Are we putting a face in alien, or is it more of a spirit? It's a face. Oh, I didn't think about a spirit. We, I have. I personally have no clue of who the alien is, and I didn't consider it being a spirit, mm-hmm. but that's, a, that's like literally the best bet at this point, in my point of view, because we don't have a face. Uh, do I set these <laughs> predict- predictions, or I go now with it? I mean, I want to hear what you have to say, but yeah. if it's prediction, prediction, we're going to wait for prediction. Okay. What, what do you Queen think? There's definitely a face to well, what does, among them. What does Queen Regal think? She says, fourth alien theory, the murders were all at Maria Bar. Wow, it all lines up. The fourth alien is her father who messed up her mom's mind and led to Maria's powers and her and Michael's connection. Wow. That is a prediction (laughs) and a half. Deep, deep but too convoluted in a way that we haven't even seen that. This is a character among them. It has to be. You can't just have such a big reveal of fourth alien to be some unknown. It is someone we've seen from the beginning, someone we know really well. I'll save it for predictions. I mean, I think we're going to get five aliens out of this, and that's going to be a that prediction. That could be yeah. Yeah. I think there's going to be an alien that distracts us, and then an alien. We we see mm. this alien, this alien who's clearly murderous, sends in a, uh, and let's get into the active shooter, sends in an active shooter into this hospital. That's a, that's a situation. Noah gets shot. That, you know, I, I was wondering why Max didn't just use his powers to heal him. Noah clearly knows they're aliens at this point. He's seen... The, he's seen the pod. He knows what's going on. But that active shooter situation was real, and then we realized the active shooter, both police officers like, mm, this doesn't sound like it would be something this guy ever did. Yeah. You know, so it's just uh, we're waiting for that fourth alien to come out. Is Isabel innocent? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Not quite. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Let's talk some social commentary. We saw a couple uh, pieces with the stem cell, the stem mm-hmm. cell research. We saw the protesting. That's something that really does happen. We also got a shout out for the president. Is he yeah. still president? It was only a month, Isabel. Relax. <laughs> that's how that's how things work. And then any other tidbits you guys can remember? Social commentary that you got? Little bits? Those are the two that stood out yeah. to me. Yeah. I think that's it. 
And, and we, of course, we got Liz speaking Spanish to herself when she got angry and walked away. <laughs> and Rosa too. She did. She did. Uh, let's play. Uh, let's play. Who you? Let's play. Who you? That scene that stuck out in your mind and reflects you or something about you. We're gonna. We're gonna start this one off. We're gonna start this one off with Jim. I was searching and searching and searching with well, that conversation with Maria. The podcast is great, <laughs> but uh, conversation with Maria and Michael, I-, I can relate to that in a sense, you know? Wow. I understand that. I, re- I respect that. Sorry. Yeah. I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm just starting to connect little dots. So I think this whole episode of Isabel going back to her past, I don't think anyone brainwashed me to do anything, but I think, you know, just growing up to who you are, like, oh, I, yeah. I became this person when yeah. I was eight years old and someone pushed me down. I'm yeah. great or something. <laughs> That's great, Zuri. I'm glad you have happy memories because the flashback of Isabel and Rosa led yeah. me back to time where my first girlfriend left me for a woman. Wow. So that scene Who resonated. hurt you? Wow. I have the whole list. Uh, wow. The scene that's going to resonate with me the most is probably going to be the scene with Cam and Max. And mm. the being where Cam's like, you've lied to me for years. And then throughout the, so does this mean I have intergalactic STDs? <laughs> and it's just like, it just resonated with me the most. Like, that was like, because I would think like, yo, I'm like, we, we keep forgetting just because they're good looking. They are still not our species. Like, that's a real thing, you know? So that that is so real. We'd love to hear from you in the chat below. Also, leave your comments. We do respond and love when you comment for us. Some very Michael news and gossip. Let's jump right into that. After Buzz TV News. So, we have entertainment. Uh, EntertainmentEW.com has ran this amazing Michael Lamas. Uh, we're shipping Malik's, and they have a, a great article and interview. They have an interview with our own Michael Guerin. Uh, and it's just really wonderful. He answers Michael Vlamis, the actor that plays him, answers mm-hmm. a lot of questions, including if we're going to get, uh, basically, we're going to find out more about his upbringing. He, uh, what more secrets do we have? Can we talk about like what happens with Alex? And, and uh, talking about that shipping of hashtag Malix is what they're calling it. Malix. Michael and Alex is officially hashtag shipped as Malix. So now we know that. Is is Malik someone they can trust? We hear a little more about the uh, the the ship home and what he needs for that ship, and it's a good read. So make sure to check that out if you can. It is on EW.com. It is titled Michael Vlamis on an upcoming very special Malik's moment on Roswell, New Mexico. Check that out. Let's jump into predictions. <laughs> And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Honestly, we got one of the best predictions from the chat. I'd love to hear more about your predictions, but uh, George, a prediction. Difficult to follow the chat prediction. Phenomenal. My prediction is that the fourth alien is a form-changing person. So it's Mm. a person we may have seen, but they have an ability to morph into different people. As reflected when Isabel was saying to Rosa, I could be the man you need me to be. I could be whoever you need me to be. And that's going to be identified, I think, in the next episode. In the little preview where we saw Isabel standing over Max with a gun and bloodshed, 
I think that that fourth alien takes over Isabel, unfortunately, once again. I think we're going to see Maria's mom come back now that uh, Maria has had some interactions with Michael. I think she might have some alien energy on her. So I think mom might be able to give us some more info. Wow. Jim? It's been all around us this whole time. Who's disappeared and we haven't seen for the last couple episodes? Oh, Sergeant Maines. Sergeant Maines is the main alien here. His desire to get rid of aliens is probably a self imposed sort of thing him hating being an alien and guess what if you mention a fifth one why not his son my boy kyle being one and not knowing about it not knowing about it until later finding out he's actually a son of an alien and he is an alien well the fifth one i was uh, alluding to was tess who we've kind of gotten glimpses of the name being dropped here Mm. and there and was in the original series i do think that they're uh that's the alien that we're gonna that's gonna look like it was tess but it's not and then we find out a little more. And I think that the fourth alien is Jesse Smollett. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Guys, uh, where can people find you if you want to be found? Mr. George Corey. Find me at Mr. George Corey. Toronto, Jim, can you both spell my last name together? That's K H O U R I. Now you get a Two best friends are better than one. Yo, Zuri, where can people find you? All things at Zuri Shalice. I will definitely be looking at that one. And then Jim. At the Jim At the Jim. Alexander. Are you sure? Realtalker.com. taking over you? I don't know. Maybe I'm the sixth one. Or so. maybe it's just me. I am Tehran all across the board. That's I-A-M-T-E-H-R-A-N. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, a slew of other After Buzz after shows. And we will find you next week. Same Roswell, New Mexico time. Same Roswell, New Mexico channel right here. After Buzz after show. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 